Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Recorded live. All right, anybody there? Okay. Anybody there? Going once, going twice, going three times. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay, Esther's anointing. Esther was married to a powerful Gentile king. It was not the kind of marriage that she or her cousin, who was also her guardian, had envisioned, but she had no choice in the matter, Esther 2, 1 through 8. Nonetheless, nonetheless, she decided to make the most of the situation. First, she recognized that her husband had a position given by God and chose to honor it by serving him and giving him marital pleasure. When she felt that she had something urgent to say to him, she did not just blurt it out. Esther 5, 7 through 8. She patiently waited for the right moment, and when it came, the results were extraordinary. Esther and her cousin Mordecai were empowered by the king when he realized the value of their service to him and to the kingdom. If you are married to someone who works in the marketplace, 
even to one who is not walking with the Lord as he should, take note of his, of this particular anointing. When you protect your spouse with your prayers, taking care of him or her, and waiting on God for the perfect moment to share wisdom, you'll be empowering his or her position in the marketplace. And when this happens, you and your family will reap the benefits just as S and her family did. Interesting. So we all know the story of Esther, Esther and Mordecai, and uh, I think it was King of Horus. So now, because his wife, you know, did whatever happened with them, and then he had sought out for a king, for a new queen, and ended up being Esther. And Esther, when Haman was trying to kill all the Jews, then he didn't know that the king is actually married to a Jew. So I like what it says. First, she recognized that her husband had a position given by God and chose to honor by serving him and giving him marital pleasure. That's walking in wisdom. That's being quiet. You know, just just listening to the voice of God rather than reacting for myself. I don't want to be here. I don't like this. You know, and that's how we are with a lot of situations and circumstances. You know, um, and let God work it out. I just actually just got finished doing something where my tenant is a little aggravated, and he he decided to hold back on his money because he was a little aggravated. Now, all the stuff I got going on in my life, and you want to do something because I didn't tend to these small matters. It was kind of annoying to me, and I know me because most things don't bother me, but all the stuff going was kind of annoying to me, but I had turned it over to God because I don't need me to come out, especially right now. So what was interesting, when I went, I had no situations or circumstances, with no no bad attitudes or nothing. Matter of fact, I basically just kind of addressed the situation, did what needed to be done, and I said, well, this is what I'm going to do, blah, 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 blah. And he was all, thank you, thank you, thank you. But, see, that's showing me God working through me in that situation. You know, not because I said, God, I got to turn this over to you because I'm, I'm not in the best position right now. So waiting patiently, seeking God, trusting God, that empowers you. And, see, that's what Esther did in the situation. That's what we all need to do. We might not be in the best situations or circumstances, but we got to let God flow and let his spirit flow. So she chose to honor the position of her husband, and she chose to honor and, and, and do what a wife is supposed to do. She got busy, 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 busy. <laughs> but in the end, it said when at the right time she was able to speak a word, at the right time she was able to move as God had positioned her to move. See, God has positioned her there for a particular purpose. If she had, see, if she had acted out of any other time, she could have been killed when she came into court. But because he valued her, he actually was back. I don't believe it. Because he valued her, he chose not to have her put to death when she came out there. All right. Yeah, she did take but a few minutes. Surprising.
Morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm here. That's good. Our friend is multitasking. I see. Whatever that is. Hmm? I say, yeah, I'm something, whatever that is. I just said multitasking. And I said I am something, whatever that is. <laughs> Ooh, so much cranky pants today. Very cranky. I will not deny that. No, oh, good grief. <laughs> Someone is cranky pants. At least I've been warned. Yes. Okay. Whatever works. <laughs> Ooh, look at you. Grumpy. Grumpy cat. Grumpy cat. Such a gro- grouchy, dro- grouchy dwarf. That's <laughs> fun. No, we're laughing with you. Mm, okay. Oh, I'm, la- I'm laughing at you. Pam. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, I'm just putting it out there. He know. You, you never, never poke a grouchy cat. Never poke. Only on, a- only on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> y'all funny. Hey, we have we have to take our humor where we can get it. You right, you right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Good morning, everybody. How y'all doing? Hey, what's up? Oh, bro? hi. Good morning. Long time no here. Yeah, bro, brother Sam be teaching hard. I have to be quiet, saying "ouch." I'll be, be hollering if I'll be hollering. Hey, Rod, how close are you to Atlanta? Huh? How close are you to Atlanta? Man, uh, it depends on what part. A long way. Oh, okay. okay. Y'all stay in Arkansas. Okay, like, I didn't know right. I didn't know exactly where you were. I knew you were somewhere. Okay. Yeah, they're about, I say about eight, eight to ten hours from Atlanta. Oh, okay. Well, tell him about it anyway, Sam. He might still be interested. Oh, well, we're getting ready to do a conference in Atlanta at Erica's church on um, Columbus Day weekend. Oh, Wait, what is Columbus Day? It's in October. I think that Saturday is October 7th. Yeah, right. The 7th of October. Oh, well. Okay. So, so just letting you know, young man. Yes, sir. Thank you. No problem. 
Okay, let me get back. I'll be praying for you. I'll be praying for you that everything go well. Right now, I need all of you. I'm grouchy, cat. Haven't you heard? Oh. Hey Pam, do you have um, emails for people at all or no? Who me? Um, or oh, some Pam. some people some people I do. Oh, you mean to send out a, a, a email about the um, the conference? Yeah, I'm I'm sending Erica the um, the last email right now for the updated flyer and. Um, I could send it to you as well, so we could try to disseminate as best as possible for to the people that we know as well as um, others, so we could have some a decent turnout. Okay. Will y'all be um, teleconferencing it too, or no? It's a possibility that it could be um it's a possibility that it could be um it's a possibility we could do a um a Facebook live as well. Okay. Because I do know that um Erica's pastor um likes to go on Facebook live as well, so um that's a possibility there. Okay. But I don't know about we're looking for videographers now, but um we're looking for videographers now is the best I could tell you. Okay. All right, let me get back to the reading. Okay, so I was talking about Esther's anointing. Did you all hear that or not? I don't know who was on the phone or not. No, you can start over if you don't mind. Yeah, I mind, but I'm going to do it anyway. Esther was married to a powerful Gentile king. It was not the kind of marriage that she or her cousin, who was also her guardian, had envisioned, but she had no matter. Nonetheless, she decided to make the most of the situation. First, she recognized that her husband had a position given by God and chose to honor it by serving him and giving him marital pleasure. When she felt that she had something urgent to say to him, she did not just blurt it out. She patiently waited for the right moment, and when it came, the results were extraordinary. Esther and her cousin Mordecai were empowered by the king when he realized the value of their service to him and to the kingdom. If you're married to someone who works in the marketplace, even to one who's not walking with the Lord, he or, as he or she should, take note of this particular anointing. When you protect your spouse with your prayers, taking care of him or her, and, warn, and, warn, and, and waiting on God for the perfect moment to share wisdom, you'll be empowering his or her position in the marketplace. And when this happens, you and your family will reap the benefits just as Esther and her family did. Uh, so we're basically just talking about Esther, how she walked in wisdom, how she was patient. She just uh, waited on God to to, you know, to move as he moved. Um, I guess you all are familiar with the situation with Esther Mordecai and King O'Hurst. But it's just showing how you can cover your spouse even though he or she is not walking with the Lord and the Lord will bless you 
as well as him because of your stance in the Lord and your position in the Lord. Priscilla and Quilla's anointing. Priscilla was a businesswoman who, unlike Esther, partnered with her husband, Aquila, in both business and ministry. Oh, I guess Aquila was her husband, huh? <laughs> I always thought that was two women. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> she was very knowledgeable in the things of God. In fact, she knew so much that when time came for Apollos to be instructed further, as far as doctrine is concerned, she played a very active part in it. Luke lists her before Aquila, which it, which could indicate that she was the lead teacher. Acts 18:24-28. This is not necessarily out of order because man, <clears throat> man's headship should not pollute, preclude the wife from taking leadership in a specific field if she is more qualified and if she does it in the proper way with his full blessing. So basically what they're talking about is when the Bible labels things and the order that he labels it tells you who's, which one is uh, the predominant one. Because, like, if you read back in, uh, not Luke, what's his name, Paul, um, I forget what it was, but it was talking about Paul when he first went and he partnered with somebody. That person's name was before Paul, but as Paul continued to study Later on, when the two were named again, Paul's name was before that person. You know, so again, how the Bible, how the Bible has things in a particular order means the dominancy, um, the priority of it. So now he's saying that even though Priscilla is a woman, but because she was named first, that means her anointing was stronger than her husband. This is not necessarily out of order because man's headship should not preclude the wife from taking leadership in a specific field if she is more qualified and if she does it in the proper way with his full blessing. Earlier, when Luke referred to the two by their trade, Aquila is the one who was listed first, probably because in business he was a lead person. So Aquila is listed first when it was referring to business. Priscilla was listed first when it was referring to spiritual things. I know a married couple who are the modern equivalent of Priscilla Aquila. They are Larry and Rose Ahiel, whatever that name is, who own Dexterity Dental Arts Incorporated, a dental laboratory located in a suburb of Minneapolis, Minnesota. When they bought out their original partner, they recognized a guy that called them to be the pastors over their corporation. Hmm. Okay. See, now this is when he'd be getting doing stuff. Okay. Rod, you still on the phone? <laughs> he said, I was in the background. I should have never said nothing. <laughs> Rod, I'm calling you. Just keep reading. This name in my phone, I think it is. 
being obedient to what God called them to do. Hey, Sam. Mm-hmm. That's window. That's who? Window. What do you mean, window? What's your employee's name? Oh, you talking about Welton? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm my special friend. <laughs> Yeah, that's my. That's him, isn't it? But you know what? And I mean, in all reality, uh, you are right, Mark. Uh, um, yeah. Because yeah. when we were praying for him, he said, "My life wasn't bad, and I wasn't um I wasn't that much of a a sinner." But he said, "Since I've been working with Sam, my life has been better." And um. And he said, I have been drinking less, and I, I'm on a better path in it, trying to get back into a relationship with God. He said all that? When we prayed for him. But you know what's so funny? It's because the look on his face, I could see the demonic entity mad that I gave him the phone. Cause <laughs> but he did it anyway. I, I, I walked away. That's why I said he said all of that, because I literally walked away. He said it. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was just showing you what um, how the parallel was. I mean, because again, I know I, he just said then, but one thing he also tells me all the time said that he quit doing drugs just by being around me, working with me. I was like, oh, really? I, half the time I'd be looking at him, kind of cock at him, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because he's just special. And I'll I, I be looking at him, and I'll be looking at you know, like, okay, God, really, really, God, this is what you know, okay. And so, if, but because he tells me these things, I try to keep myself from acting in a certain way because he, he's special, and he does special things. But I have to, because he does look up and, and see me, that makes me, try to treat him, you know what I mean? I, I try not, try to really, because sometimes I be wanting to just grab him and choke him, but like, no. And then, you know what's so funny? Because I said this yesterday about beating up on people, because on a couple of times where he has really just kind of done something, I, he really, I was listening to him beat up on himself so bad, it was like, oh, my God, would you just, Quit talking, you know, I, this was me saying it to myself. You know, you, dude, let it go. Because I saw it just, that's just how hurt and how broke he is. So me beating up on him would not help the situation at all. Right. But look, but see, again, I'm going to bring up those, I told when I texted you all about the stairs. That's how special he is. So, yeah, mm-hmm, okay. I'll keep reading. Larry and his assistant drove to the second bar where they did the same, and three more people received the Lord from there. Received the Lord. From there they proceeded to a third bar where seven others accepted Christ as Savior. The ace of Larry's sleeve was his assistant, 
who vehemently validated Larry's words by positioning to his hip, by pointing to his heel finger, enthusiastically passing our gospel tracks. As a result of this outreach, Larry is regularly going back to these bars to bring the kingdom of God to the patrons, very much the way Jesus did in the gospels. It could be that you are a modern Priscilla Aquila. If you and your spouse have a common call to ministry, your relationship becomes crucial. My friend and colleague Jack Sierra in his book Marketplace Marriage Marketplace, Marriage and Revival, The Spiritual Connection, has very helpful insights on how to protect this kind of marriage in order to be able to successfully merge business and oh she no See God, you playing too much right now. Similar to hers. 
A woman can be strong and remain feminine. Hey, Erica. Oh. Oh, did I just go there? Mm. She can be a wise leader and godly at the same time. <laughs> you know, y'all been blowing up my phones. All That's all I've been hearing all day long. I'm like, you know what? I'm struggling trying to put a window in. Anyway. <laughs> I love you. Just for that, if you find that Lydia is yours, Erica, most likely you have an anointing similar to hers. A woman can be strong like Erica and remain feminine. She can be a wise leader and godly at the same time. <laughs> In my book, Women, God's Secret Weapon, I discuss at length the extraordinary role women of God's kingdom due to the unique way in which they have been designed. But you do not have to be a woman to have the Lydia anointing. For years, Pat and Shirley Boone, oh, Pat Boone, opened up their Beverly Hills home for Bible studies for people in the entertainment industry. Pat had been one of the most popular pop singers in the early 60s and had built a solid reputation as a marketplace Christian. As a result, non-believers and people in show business who were not comfortable in traditional church settings would come. Many were saved, and many were baptized in a Boone swimming pool. Pat Boone tells the story one miracle after another in his autobiography, A New Song. Boone's reputation in the entertainment marketplace is so strong that in 2001, when Larry King did a television talk show on miracles, he invited Boone to be a guest. On that day, millions of King's viewers heard about the power of prayer. You do not have to be famous or wealthy to move in this anointing. In the early 70s, Al Mary... <laughs> See, this is why I want to strangle her sometimes, okay? In the early 70s, Al Merrick started a small surfboard manufacturing business just outside of Santa Barbara, California. From the start, Al dedicated his work to God, prayed over each board he made, and inscribed scriptures on them. Before long, some of the best surfers in the world were knocking at his door, and Al became the premier surfboard shaper. When someone showed up at Al's shop, before he would talk about surfboards, often he would open up the scriptures and talk about Jesus. Al and his wife welcomed people into their home for Bible studies, inviting surfers from local beaches, and they ran a Jesus, Jesus People Coffee House. Today, Merrick's Channel Islands Surfboard is one of the largest surfboard manufacturing companies in the world. The business is still dedicated to God, and Al's son, Britt, has followed in his father's footsteps. Britt, who has created his own line of surfboards, has also taken up a mantle of ministry. One of the first things Britt did after he rededicated his life to God was to go to a local beach and invite surfers over to his house for a Bible study. Most of them kids accepted Jesus. Britt used his family marketplace reputation to gain a foothold to share in the gospel, until God transformed lives. Hmm. Not only does Britt continue to work at Channel Islands as a marketplace Christian, but today he is also associate pastor at Calvary Chapel, Santa Barbara, leading a Friday night outreach popular with surfers and ministers at surfing competitions. Britt influences goes deep into the surfing community. He has received reports of surfers on the far-flung beaches around the world who has been listening to his Bible teaching tapes, and not too long ago, a few, a few nights before Halloween, 
Britt ran into world-ranked surfers on the streets of Santa Barbara. That surfer who was ready for a night of partying came to Britt's meeting instead and cheerfully responded to an altar call. That professional surfer then went out and invited church some of the friends who with whom he would have been partying. In cases of baboons in America, they are not only examples of marketplace, but they also have shown how marketplace evangelism can penetrate subcultures that have been resistant to traditional methods. That's why I'm leaving it at today. All right. Questions, comments, criticism, conclusions. Anybody got questions, comments, criticism, conclusions? Going what? No, you know what? That's one of the things that I was I was having an issue with when going into you know creating the ministry that uh, I'm supposed to create. You know, because everybody's always saying, well, Paul said women should be silent in church. And you just read something that said something totally different. And I had to find that out for myself. Like, you know, there's levels. It depends on the circumstance, what you're doing. And so that just kind of confirms some things. So I'm glad I called in today. Another confirmation. Glad you called in, too. Even though a grumpy grumpy cat was... Well, what you have to take in consideration is is that everything has its place and its space in the Bible. Um, And one thing that the Bible shares with people is that you have to study, study to show thyself approved being... A workman in right fellowship, and basically meaning that everything is deemed important in the Bible for one reason alone, due to its interpretation. That's why you have to study and have the relationship with Christ to understand the interpretation as to how he was meaning it to be said. In the old church, because of distractions, Women and men used to sit on two sides of the church. So with that being said, so they would not be distracted because attention spans are greater on one side than the other or other things happen from one one side or the other. So therefore, there was a separation for the men and the women. But we don't have that today because we have a greater understanding and an interpretation of what it was that was being said. But I still have, I've still gone to churches where literally when I was married, the, um, the preachers and elders wives sat on the first row, but literally you sit on the same row on the opposite side of the church in the same section as your wife. So literally if, Deacon such and I mean elder such and such wife is is on the end, he's sitting on the end. And literally your wives are sitting in the same position you're sitting on the other side of the pew. Did it work? I don't know. I mean, I think it was more distracting because 
you have a relationship with this person. So when something's said or you talk about it, you look over and then it's just like you don't have that communication where you can tap one another or have an interaction. So therefore, again, it's the interpretation of such of what the Bible shares and says that we have to understand and why it's being said in that manner. So realistically, women did have a lower rank in the church, but the book just said that they didn't have a lower rank in anointing and authority there. Because best believe if Deborah was in the building, she had one of the highest rank over the men as well as the preachers because why? She was a judge in the city and she was a prophet prophet in the church. So realistically, we know that doesn't count when we're saying that women had a lower rank in the ministry as well as in the, in the city because she was one of the highest ranking females. Then Sam mentioned Lydia, I mean Erica, I mean what's her name again, Sam? <laughs> yep, that's it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she had a rank that was higher than some of the males. Then we go back to Priscilla, who was spoken of when she her name was first, it spoke of her anointing that was more powerful or stronger than her husband's, whose gifting was in the actual marketplace. That's the thing about this book, where it basically talks to us about the difference between being a marketplace or a church. It's the same anointing. It's how you apply. To be a CEO of a company, you need the same grace, you need the same anointing, you need the same understanding, you need the same practicality of basically doing what God is saying, just as you would as a pastor in the church. It's the same anointing. It's just driven in two different places. Well, you know what? I got to go here. You know, if you're a drug dealer in the streets or a businessman, same anointing. Okay. Same anointing. One of them is up to par and one of them is not. But you have the same gifting on how to save money, how to make profit, how to buy more inventory, how to basically get decent employees, the same strategies. One is of the world and one is of the uh, – of, both of them are of the world. Right, but right. One of them is legal and one of them is not. Right. Mm-hmm. One of them is seen as legal and the other one is not. Oh, wait a minute. Perceived as legal because you mean you got the legal drug pushers, which is the agency and the illegal – oh, did I go there? And then, you know, even with business, you know, you got your thugs in business also. So that's what I say. It's perceived as being legal um, may or may not be true. Well, of course it could be perceived as legal because we got the biggest bully in the White House. Oh, that does no. illegal business. Don't, you don't talk about my friend like that. Well, Damn, yeah, huh? you the cheese that stands alone on that one. <laughs> you said what? You the cheese that stands alone on that one. 
That fool there, he's special. He's special. Now we gotta have to come up with a new, with a with a new name. Special is for regular folks that you know just got a few issues. He he beyond special. Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to be prayer line. I'm trying to be prayer line. I you know prayer line. You know prayer line like. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, there you go. But prayer, prayer line correct. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> prayer line correct. Etique or whatever that word is. Uh, etiquette. No problem. Right, ever make it back on the phone? No, you scared him. Yeah, I guess I did. I even sent the man a text. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. I shouldn't have said nothing in the first place. All right. Well, anybody else got anything? Well, did that did that basically answer Felicia's question or statement? Oh yeah. 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 Because I mean, it makes it makes a lot of sense. It's just. It's just sad that when you listen to, because I, I was, you know, looking at, you know, you look at a lot of ministers, a lot of churches and ministers, they don't let women speak in the church still. And I'm like, but Scripture states a woman should prophesy. So, if you have a prophet in your church and you're not letting her speak, then you're basically telling God you're not allowed in the church. And I'm just like, okay, you know. So it it just kind of threw me off because, you know, a a lot of men and women are, like, against, you know, women ministers. And I'm like, how much are you missing out? by not letting a woman speak because of that one scripture. But then I hear Sam and his his new phase, progressive revelation. It's just like, I guess. Well, see, that's the why um, we're even doing the conference because what I'm even learning is why it's essential for there to be the fivefold ministry because of balance there. If the prophet is always in a realm of ooky spooky to the rest of the people, the people don't know what to do. So that's why the prophet and the teacher work in tandem together because why? The prophet speaks of that which is in a realm and the teacher speaks of things and discoveries that cannot be seen in basically in basic interpretation. Let me explain. A teacher can explain a proverb. 
a prophet will speak in a proverb, and then they're looking like, well, what does that mean for me? So it's the teacher's responsibility to break the proverb down, though the teacher has to have a prophetic understanding to give an interpretation so it is understood to the lay to the lay members and in layman's terms because sometimes in prophetics we kind of go off. We get that. We know what it is. And if we're trying to explain it to you, sometimes we don't even we, – sometimes we probably confuse more than we do just basically not saying anything at all because we're assuming – that one would know exactly what we're talking about. So that's why it's essential for the actual um, fivefold ministry to be established in all churches, not just some, but all. Because why? It takes away the contention between the pastor and the prophet. Why? Because the pastor has always has a heart. That is always, I don't want to say jealous, but I'll say jealous, that the prophet is going to take the sheep. But if they're working in tandem and doing everything in sync, it's a well-oiled machine and no one's gifting is quote-unquote greater because both of the giftings are edifying the body. That fair? Yeah. Yes. And that does not matter if anyone has a male and or female anatomy. That is just the office, the gift, and it needs to be used. So going back to say pumps in the pulpit movement was not official, not real, not right, well, you're telling him he's a lie, point blank and simple. Why? Because women were always used in the Bible. If it had not been for truly the women, the movement of church would not have truly been the movement of church. Why? Because they were the ones who carried the gospel when they didn't have a husband and their husband had died. That's why in reciprocity, the scriptures say, it's the responsibility of the church to take care of the widows and the orphans. Why? Because the widows were the ones that basically went forth, just like armor bearers, to move the gospel from one place to the other. But if you're not secure in your ministry and who you are and what you do and how you do it, sometimes you're not going to articulate that to be as such. Because why? That moves some of the men who have their own issues out of the forefront and basically like, well, the women can do this just as well. They weren't necessarily called women deacons, but I'm sure that they did the same job. I don't even understand why in today's time there's a challenge with the fact of there being a woman bishop or a female apostle. I get the scripture that says, in order to be a bishop, you have two things. You have to have the desire to be a bishop, and then you have to be the husband of one wife. Now, with that being said, we know the Bible has a male and female connotation. Can a bishop be married to a husband, so then she is his one wife? That's not hard. <laughs> 
That's not even hard to understand. But is that not the same interpretation? But it's, it's easier for you to basically see something and scrutinize it and say that's not it versus being logical. If a bishop is married, therefore she's a leader in the church, and she has a husband, so she has headship, though she's leading the church. Is she not the, is she not the wife of one husband? So the reverse of that is have, being the husband of one wife. Does that make sense, or am I crazy? Well, don't answer the am I crazy part, because... I'm Yeah, I'm a prophet. I have foresight. Thank you. <laughs> Lord, I couldn't get it out quick enough. <laughs> I got foresight, so I had to cut y'all off. Hey, Erica, you better not text message me either. But does that not sound logical, or, or am I looking at this totally wrong? No, you're right. Mm-hmm. Felicia, you're humming, so that don't mean that don't mean much to me because you're humming. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. And the reason why I said the reason why I said that, Felicia. Because you have been more, and I'm not being funny at all, more indoctrinated in church and basically what they have said was right, and you have basically not had the opportunity to see it from a different perspective. Because we all have had that experience where some of us basically are rebels, and you're not at that rebel stage yet, because you'd be like, okay, that's what they said, that's what I'm going to do. No, I mean, that's, that's why I've always left the church. Because it didn't make any sense. And I didn't, I wasn't able to find the answers in the church, so I've been finding them for myself. So it's just kind of like, you know, but, you know, to to see how people, I've seen how some women ministers have been attacked verbally. You know what I mean? And so it's just been kind of like, uh, you know. So, like, when I was told years ago I was going to be a teacher, I'm like, but don't you want, you know, it's still where they're saying women shouldn't speak in a church, so how am I going to be a teacher? Like, how is that going to happen? And so it was just like, and a couple of churches that I visited, they were the same way. They didn't want, you could be a worship leader, but you couldn't speak. You could read the scripture, but as far as like ministering or teaching, you never saw, that was not a thing. So it was like, okay. Could I interrupt you really quickly? I want to ask you yeah. something. You said read the scripture, correct? Yeah. Or teach, correct? You said what? You said read a scripture or teach or do something like that, correct? All they could do was like read the scripture. Okay, now just stay right there with with me one quick second. Now you you also said um, women could not be, um, women should not speak or could not be used or something like that, right? Right. So okay, like what you just said contradicted what they did, allowing them to just minister and or teach or read a scripture because they're being used. 
No, I'm saying they didn't allow them to minister or teach. No, what I'm saying is that even reading the scriptures, you know, people, you know how black people are. When we read a scripture, we're going to want to expound on what we understood for that scripture. That's a level of using the person for ministry and or teaching without basically being behind the pulpit. So we there was no expounding. It was just basically you could read the scripture. That's the still scripture being used. Yeah. So that's a contradiction is all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. That's still being used. If, 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 if you're doing anything in the actual service, the body, you are being used. So, therefore, everything that they are saying that you cannot do it is a contradiction. Because why? You're still using some of your abilities to do something to edify the building or the people or the church. Right. Is that, a, is that fair? Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. So that's a contradiction, but we have allowed that to be so prevalent, so we have accepted the wrong in that. <clears throat> Not being used is go sit to the back of the church and don't you say a word, and when I come get you, that's when we leave out this church. But not sister so-and-so come read the scripture, because we have men who are, quote-unquote, equipped to read the scripture, or do we not? Right. So therefore, if you are reading... You are picking up, uh, picking up the veil to uncover the communion. You are um, being called mother. You are being called sister. You you're you're watching the children. You are um, or are, are cooking the food. You are doing anything that is under the guise of having some type of helps to the ministry. That's a contradiction. I know that does not sound right, but we have to be able to be be able to read between the lines. Just like I said about the women bishops. If you are the husband of one wife, and, I'm, and this is my last time saying it, can you not do the same job by what Sam just read, being the woman of one husband and having a greater anointing to pastor than your husband, who might have the gift of administration, and you guys work together, but that's the same thing that we're flipping it around from Aquila and Priscilla. He had the giftings in the marketplace. She had the giftings in the church. Does that not work? Mm -hmm. Am I not in the right book we're reading? <laughs> You're in the book, yeah. So then You're therefore, the because of the fact that even for yourself, you have left the church because you didn't find the answers. The answers were in front of you. You just interpreted it the way that you could have interpreted it because you believed what they told you. Amen? Or you didn't believe what they told you because they told you what you could have thought or interpreted was wrong. Right. But the answer was right in front of you. Right. Put, it, put you in the situation and then apply you to that situation, and then, therefore, you have the truth. Can I do ministry? Yes. Do I do ministry? Yes. Can I say what God says? Yes. Why? Because I've already done this. Your journals would give you proof that you've been prophesying. It's quiet. 
Okay. That makes sense. So in, in order, then the next time that you leave, establish yourself and, and grow deeper roots to basically say, no, this is wrong and challenge it. Because that's why the Bible says study to show thyself approved. It says that we don't learn because we don't have a pastor, we don't have a teacher to teach us. Why? Because we, have, we should be able to challenge our pastors and that not be an issue that we're asking these questions and you have to study a little bit more to come back and give me a better answer than I don't know or because this is what the Bible says or this is what Bishop Nim said. No, I'm sorry. I need a better answer than that because what Bishop is saying does not apply, apply to my life, and if it can't be applicable to my life, then I don't know how to use it. So you're telling me there's meat here, but all I see is bones, and what I do with bones is throw it away. Sometimes I'm a bone collector, and I save it because it might turn into meat for me, but right now I can't use bones to help me survive, so I need you to help me here. <laughs> yeah. Amen? Amen. Because if I'm giving you bones every day, how are you going to survive? If you if you can't drink milk and I'm giving you bones, you're going to die. So it's mm. my responsibility to give you some substance. And that's why, that's when... As, as I can say all the time, how when we're on this line, the one thing I can say in the individuality of each person, you guys put a demand on the gift. Because what we tell Renee might not work for Pam. It's not, gonna, it's not even going to be in Lisa's wheelhouse. And Felicia is going to challenge you from what it is that she knows. So that puts a demand on the gift and the giver of the gift and the one that's, that's basically using the gift. We don't always know the answer. That's why when we're speaking in tongues or trying to figure out the answer or trying to hear what God is saying, then therefore it could be applicable to your life. That's why when... The word is going forth and prophecies are going forth, and especially when you guys don't see the foresight and the end of it, where you guys challenge to basically like, that's not my life right now. Oh, but give me a couple of days, and I'm telling you it's going to show up. <laughs> that's where the challenge comes from because you have not seen that situation, but we're seeing from afar. You're looking from your purview right there beyond your, the end of your hand. But that's the purpose of the gift, to basically give you insight on how to prepare for the test to come. Mm. But it's a challenge when all you know is what you've experienced, not what's coming, and then you base it on your experience versus the spirit. The spirit is totally different from the experience. Because naturally, you can chart the experience, but you don't know where the spirit is taking you. So therefore, when you are in that place and you're basically telling the situation or sharing the situation, you guys don't know the situation, nor do we. We're basically explaining to you what we've seen from afar that's to come. So therefore, there's no purpose to be combative or argumentative about it because 
We don't know when it's coming. We just know it's coming. So therefore, brace yourself for the storm. Don't say it's not going to come, and then when it hits you, you get mad. Mm-hmm. And then that basically opens up yet another wound. Why? I'm mad that I wasn't prepared for the storm. I'm mad at the person who basically told me about the storm, and then I'm mad at God for me not being prepared. Well, he gave you forewarning to be prepared. You got mad at the person who gave you the word, but then you didn't deal with the fact that you didn't accept it when it was given. So therefore, whose fault is it that you weren't prepared for the storm, the person who gave the word or the father? No, you are. <clears throat> you can hear church mouse piss on cotton on this phone. <laughs> I heard that in a minute. Oh, Lord. But is that right? Yeah. But this is what we do. We're good at this. Versus taking heed, like the Bible says, take heed lest you fall. Right. Oh, I know. I'm I'm, I'm in the book right now. I'm feeling good right here. It says take heed lest you fall. Taking heed is basically saying, you know what? Here's where I can collect the bones. That in which I did not understand the word to be, I'm going to put it to the side. When it is manifested, then I'll see that it's meat. If it's not meat, then I discard it versus me just discarding the whole pot right now and I not know what it is going to end up to be. That's fair? That's fair. <clears throat> so my 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 future advice for right now is Until the word comes back void or to be non-existent or right, except to be what it has been said, if it manifests, good. If it doesn't, seek the Father versus basically. And I'm not saying accept every prophetic word. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you know that it is, if it is of good sound doctrine and it is in the right spirit. Accept it to be as such until the Father shows you otherwise. This is for all of us. Because, I, I, I mean, this morning when I was, um, when I called in, I, I was still thinking about my, um, my notes um, for the conference. And the one thing that stuck out to me that I'm going to use at the end of the conference, because I think it's important, because I am speaking of um, the gifts and the um, fivefold ministry, um, I, I, I want to read this to you guys, and I've read this to you guys before.
And it's the characteristics of the characters in the Bible. I don't know exactly what it should be under, but one second. Sam, you, um, you there? Can you look up the characteristics of the people in the Bible? The characteristics of the people in the Bible. Characteristics of people in the Bible. People in the Bible. Hello? I'm here. I don't know who else is on. Did Rod ever make it back on? If Rod not coming back on dealing with you, Sam. <laughs> Look, you don't I got to deal with me. Left. He said what? I said, you don't know that he ever left. <laughs> I'm, I'm hiding. I ain't going to say a word. Oh, well, look. Oh, well. But see, because I understand that we're dealing with things in a spiritual nature. Father God, hmm. Yes, Yes, Father God, Bestow upon him the marketplace anointing, Father, to be the businessman. Well. The minister in the marketplace. For it is no happenstance, Lord, that you've been constantly bringing up about him being a businessman. But as I was reading it today, it just clicked. That's right. So, Lord, as you're training this man of God, you're grooming this man of God, you're positioning this man of God. So that you can use him to be your marketplace minister, Father. Move in his life, in his situations and his circumstances, so he can begin to walk in the fullness of that which you called him to do, Lord. Let him not pull back, but let him seek, move, and trust. As you continually be God in his life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And he's not on the call. Yes, he is. (laughs) Well, maybe in spirit, but physically he's not on the call. (laughs) What you trying to do? Put some more water. All right. Okay, I have I have it right here. What I was gonna, what I was trying to tell you guys. Yeah, move out of the way. Move. Okay, Lord. 
It says that, and this is the this is the interpretation of what I understand and see how God uses us. It says God picks the improbable to do the impossible. Moses stuttered and was a murderer. David's armor didn't fit. John Mark deserted Paul. Timothy had ulcers. Hosea's wife was a prostitute. Amos only, um, Amos training was only in the school of fig tree pruning. Jacob was a liar. David had an affair and was too young. Solomon was too rich. Abraham was too old. Peter was afraid of death. Lazarus was dead. John was self-righteous. Naomi was a widow. Paul was a persecutor of the church. Jonah ran from God's will. Miriam was a gossiper. Gideon and Thomas both doubted. Jeremiah was depressed and suicidal. Elijah was burned out. John the Baptist was a loud mouth. Martha was a warwart. Noah got drunk. Did I mention that Moses had a short fuse? So did Peter. Paul, well, lots of the folks did. But God required a job interview. He didn't hire and fire like most bosses because he's more of a dad than our boss. He didn't look to get financial gain or loss. He's not, prejudic- he's not prejudiced or partial, not judging, grudging, grudgingly, sassy or brass, not deaf to our cry, nor blind to our needs. God's gifts are free. We can do wonderful things for wonderful people and still not be wonderful. Satan says, you're not worthy. Jesus says, so what? I am. Satan looks back and sees our mistakes. God looks back and sees the cross. So that mentioned the main characters in the Bible. That mentioned the main focus on the people in the Bible. All of them had issues, but they were still used. All of them had mishaps, but God still loved them. Some of them weren't even worth the giftings that he gave them, but he protected the actual statement in the Bible by he saying, gifts and callings come without repentance. And meaning, I don't care if you doubt me. I don't care if you are a loud mouth, if you're worried, if you're depressed, if you're suicidal, if you gossip a lot, if you're self-righteous, even if you're dead, if I gave it to you, then therefore I can't take it back from you. Because why? That would make me a lie. Even if you're a prostitute. Even if you had ulcers because you're stressed out. Even because you cussed and fussed and, and you did things that were not likely to look like it to be God. You're my child. I love you. And I'm not going to take it from you. Because why? There is need of you in this thing called the kingdom. So therefore, I'm not going to make you do anything that you're not willing to do, but I'm going to have you do everything that I need you to do. Why? Because it's for my glory. 
And it being for my glory is why I need to use you and why I need it to be so. All right. Anybody else got anything? Anybody else got anything going once? Anybody else got anything going twice? Got anything going three times? All righty. Pearl question. To what? All right. You can start with me. Okay. I do Pam, and then I do Fannie Marie. Or am I going to get? I'm going to get the watermelon. All right, Father God, let me lift up um, Pam's family. Rando Gosishi de Gosishi, Grand Rando Gosishi de Gosadi de Gosandraska de Kumbuku, Randi de Godigan Draska de Kumbuski de Rakande, Yara Kombose, Harandiski de Kumbosaka, Ha Rumboskiri de Gosadiskadaka, Rumboskiri de Gosandaskada, Rumboskiri de Gosishi de Gandraska de Gosadi de Gosata, Horandi de Gosishi de Gosishi de Gosarakada, Rando go fish, go fish, go saragada daka. Rando go fish, go fish, go fish, go fish, go saragada daka, go saragada. Rando go saragada. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yaro gosada, raganda, koshga, sakra. Amen. Now I pray for Pamela. Cash, I'm on just, I'm on. Frisca say you, frisca see you. You just get in the way constantly. Go somewhere. Nobody's trying to play with you. Crazy animal. All right, Lord, let me pray for Pamela. Rumbus kitty to go set, Rando city to go station, Rando go set up a daca. Who's gonna go station to go station to go station to go station to go set up a daca? Who's gonna go station to go station to go Rando go set up? Who's gonna go station to go Rando go station to go set up 
Yes, Father God, let your word go forth, let your anointing increase, speak to your daughter, help her to move in the corners of who you call her to be, speak to your daughter, continually, Lord, to instruct and keep her, speak to your daughter, as you reveal to her how to move, that's right, you can't have anything, speak to your daughter, you can't, uh, yeah, right, okay. We praise and glorify your name, Lord, as you help her to become mm, God-like, Jesus-like, a replica, a duplicate of you. Help her to move in the fullness of who you're calling her to be. So she can be used by you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
Because, see, so often we get antsy, so often we get frustrated, and we and we move before it's the correct time. But God is really teaching you about the timing of the Lord. Because, see, it's one thing to know about the timing of the Lord for yourself, but it's a whole other thing when you're talking about situations and circumstances. Because he has to not only work in your life, he has to work in other people's lives as well. So just continue to let him lead, guide, direct your steps as his anointing is continually training keeping and empowering you so he mm, see he's giving you all of this before he properly positions you because you're going to need these giftings in order to be effective to do what he's called you to do at this next level if you just go to this next level without being properly trained and attuned to how he's moving with you now you will be ill properly equipped so it's not just a time of, I don't know what's going on. This is what's going on. He's, he's making you more effective so when you get there, you'll be properly positioned and ready to do what needs to be done. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now we still need to talk to you too, maybe later on today. I don't know. About what? <laughs> I ain't even looking. Alright, who else wants prayer? Okay, you can pray for me. Hello? Hey, give me a second. Okay. Thank you, Father God. Work in her life. Continue to train her. Continue to grow her up in you. Continue to use her in a great and mighty way. Father God, we give you the praise and the glory as your anointing is covering, keeping, leading, guiding, and directing her. Impart unto her life those things that are needed and necessary. Impart unto her spirit those things that she needs so she can grow and increase in you. 
Give her the direction, the anointing, and the strength, and the desire to do that what you called her to do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And amen. Good Lord. Okay. All right, who next? Okay. I don't want to pray. All righty then. You want to pray going once? You can pray for me. Uh, she found her way to the mute button. And I'll go after her. Lord, let me pray for um, the cheering. You don't go scrumboski to go sushi to go sushi to go sunraka. Rondo go sushi to go sushi to go sushi to run rosukarandaka. Rumbo go sushi to go sushi to go sushi to run boskarandaka. Rondo go sushi to go sushi to raska to go sadaka. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the children of God that you have given this woman of God to be the spiritual as well as natural mother to you. Continue to move in their hearts and their lives, the situations and circumstances. Orchestrate their steps, Father. Orchestrate their steps, Lord. Help them to hear from you, Lord. Herodeshka de Kumbuska, Sakara, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. And let's pray for the adults. Grande Gosisha de Gosisha de Gosisha de Gosaragandaka, Grande Gosisha de Gosaragandaka, Grande Gosisha de Gosisha de Gosaragandaka, Grande Gosisha de Gosaragandaka, Grande Gosisha de Gosisha de Gosisha de Gosisha de Gosaragandaka, Grande Gosisha de Gosaragandaka, Grande Gosisha de Gosisha de Gosisha de Gosisha de Gosaragandaka, Okay, what we got next? 
We got the kids, we got the adults, we got the entities. Let's get Tony. say you were being funny, but it's true what you just said. Um, because the um I don't I can't think of who it is at this point right now, but it was talking about how the wife should be known for in the in the workplace for the for the skills and um the skills and the teach the, the basically um the business wherewithal of her husband and then she should be known in her house I think it's Proverbs but um it's truly it's truly the thing where if you look at it right now his expertise and knowledge is in the government in hers is in the ministry. And once you become the the two become the one, those giftings are interchanged. Do you see that? She don't want to hear that, but You know she on mute and cussing her out. She got out of golf. <laughs> I'm just saying. What you saying? <laughs> it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know what we're saying, but it's okay. Sam, you can explain it to her. Hmm? So explain can... it to her and Aquila, the two in the marketplace who are unified together, and one in the businesses and one in the spiritual arena. Give me, give me a minute. I'm about to write. This is about to get real interesting. In one hot second, I got to let my hand get dry because I got to send out a text message. <laughs> I'm so dirty. What? My hands are actually clean because I've been washing dishes, so this is actually clean. It's just the fact that you want to send out the text message the way you're trying to get to. I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to be, I'm trying to be efficient and effective at what I'm doing. Ha, 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 ha. 
Sharande se mboku rombo shike arone romboko mba uku se he mbu andere se ke mboko okay lord here we go I can tell I ain't Morgan, huh? We definitely know you're not Morgan. <laughs> Morgan would have spoke to text and it would have been done already. You know what? You know, you're a cosquet of the Kobaka hat. I'm just saying. I ain't praying for you yet either, bro. <laughs> but you do know that we gotta pray for the three of us together too. So, we, so you can you can bring it on. It's part, part all right. Like, go right here, cause soon you get. I get you. You gonna get me back, huh? <laughs> so it doesn't bother me. <laughs> yeah, look, 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 we be beating each other up enough. <laughs> look. Yeah, you should have got me when I was a little boy and I was scared. I ain't scared no more. So. Oh, oh, that's right, because see, right, see, that man anointing done been released upon you now. Listen, I ain't scared. I'm, I'm right or die right now. I, I, can, oh. I can handle it. Uh-oh, uh-oh, all righty now. I even, I even dealt with Pastor Mark, and I was handling that thing. All righty now. All righty now. <laughs> Even though, I, even though I have Marie in my background, see, this is what I'm talking about right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Alrighty. I'm getting ready to pray for Tony. I'm sending him a text so he know why. He'll know why now. I'll just say it like that. Oh, jeez, Louise. Father God. Mm. You have hand-picked this man of God. Mm. For the woman. Cousin. 
Oh, yes, Holy Spirit, move <laughs> in the manner that you desire to move. Now, see, Lord, you said, you said the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent take it by force. Lord, I need you to violently move in this situation and circumstance right now at this moment, Lord. Because, see, not only do you need to get his attention, you need to keep his attention, and you need to transform him to where you need him to go, Lord. And he ain't going to do it in a quiet manner. He needs to get aboard this. This release that unto him at this moment. That will cause a shift to occur. And he will begin to loose those things that have been burning him and beating him down. Mm. At this moment, Father, at this moment, Lord, you are moving. At this moment, you have gotten off of your throne. Say, hey, dude, I heard you. Hey, dude, I got you. But you need to do it my way. So I'm going to train you. I'm going to train you how to walk in the manner and in the way that I need you to walk. It's time. My hand has been upon your life. Now watch me mold you into the man that I'm calling you to be. You're going to begin to release those things that are holding you back. You're going to begin to shake off those burdens that are no longer yours to carry. You're going to begin to become a man of God with a face like fit and say, I'm marching toward my victory. I'm marching toward a shot. I'm marching toward my destiny. I will no longer be held back. I just got to get over myself. Help him to get over himself. Help him to see, you know, that he's his biggest stumbling block. Help him to recognize that, that there can be another way. Train him to lean on you, Father God, so he can truly become the man of God you called him to be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Tracking text message coming 10, 9, <laughs> 3, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Where are you, My phone tripping, my phone tripping. <laughs> <laughs> so it was coming then. Finger yours. <laughs> it was coming then. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let me keep praying for everybody that's else on your list. Sam, you got Tony's number? Oh, yeah, you know. Oh, I ain't got Tony's number. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how, that's, how, that's how we're doing it. Okay, I just want, I just, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. After he comes to the conference on the 7th, <laughs> as his schedule gets changed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I didn't have, I was just, you know, I was just saying, you know, I didn't have the number, so I was just basically, you know, you know. <laughs> oh, Lord. Speaking of which, I wonder if your cousin going to try to make it down. 
Yeah. I'm gonna try to get him to come. I just thought about that. We're gonna have a big old barbecue at Erica's apartment. You know she got quiet. Y'all gonna turn out her new place. Yeah, you know. And then go home, just like black folks. Okay. Why should we have to clean up? <laughs> what you say about cleaning up? Why should we have to clean up? No, I said, and then I said, y'all gonna show up, show out, and then go home. Is there anything else better to do? Yeah, yeah okay. Damn, you must not know how we do it. What in the we south? Like it, we, we like to shut it down. Okay, dear, you ready for me to keep praying for the rest of the people on your list, dear? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why is she going by the, by the gun shop on the way home? <laughs> So wait, before before he prays for the rest of your stuff, Erica, you know how to get him, right? <laughs> well, he in one of them moods, just agree for him. <laughs> yep. Let me pray for your dad. Rumble Korosh. Oh, really? See, Sam, you don't play fair in the sandbox. I, I, I do. Hey, it ain't me. I, I, I'm just a vessel. I'm just a vessel. That's all I'm doing. So, Holy Spirit. <laughs> just as you entered into Tony's life, to transform and to anoint and disrupt his life, let that same anointing befall upon her father and her other two brothers at this moment, Lord. Who shed it Causing an abrupt halt. Bam! So wait a minute. Hold on. Ooh. Ooh. Wait a minute. No. There's something more. That I need. It's not even a desire anymore. It's something more that I need. And I can't shake it. I can't get rid of it. How do I get what I need? They're going to be restless. They're going to be stirred. They're going to, because I, they not, I got to have this. And that'll go anoint the God at this moment, Lord. So that will cause a violent eruption to cause them to cease and desist. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You got a word over there live, Mark? <laughs> oh, no. I'm trying to stay praying to my, my sister. <laughs> 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 you think not supposed to get me involved in this. <laughs> I'm just, you know, just ask the question. That's all. That's all I'm doing. Well, since you said that, I will say this. 
I I do hope that in my prayers that they come to the understanding of such before um before um they just have to come to her and ask her these things. You say I don't you say what? And you say you say I don't play fair. That was not dirty. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. So wait a minute. I know what you said, but what I heard was like when you told Arthur to accept it now before he, like your uncle or whatever relative you was, had to have to go through the major. I did not. <laughs> I did not say it like that, Sam. But that's what I, I mean. mean. I'm, wait a minute. Like, as you tell me what I heard. <laughs> That's how I meant it, though. So, I mean, I get it. So, that's how I meant it. So, I mean, okay, it's okay. I, I meant it like that, though. Mm-hmm. 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 I, 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 I feel you. Yeah. Wait, and she ain't, gonna, she ain't even text messaging right now. She's like, she just like, y'all, mm-mm, see, mm-mm. <laughs> she ain't going to touch this with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> Then, you know, it make it easy for us to basically um, get back on the phone with her when we're not on the call because, you know, she can really talk to us how she wants to and it's just us. So you don't mm-hmm. make it easy. Oh, well, you know. Look, I got so much going on in my life right now. <laughs> I'm just, you know, yeah. Anyway, did I get everybody on her list? Yeah, everybody but her. Why don't you start praying for her first? How about that? No, uh-uh. She is no. She already sending dice. No, I'm not doing it. I'll cover you while you pray for her. <laughs> oh, oh well, I gotta change phones. My phone running out of power again. So she gets a a minute break. <sighs> Father God, this is crazy, 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 crazy. Okay, where's the other phone at? Okay, I'm back. You there, Arthur? Are you my friend? Like Mrs. Davis. Are you my friend? I'm here. Hi, dear. How you doing? Well, let me pray real quick before I start talking, because I just want to be sure. Father, yeah, okay, that's what I thought. So, check this out. You know, I've been having some issues going on in my household lately, and I asked you about 
certain things, and and, I, and my statement being because we both got quiet. Like, were you actually like in my house? Because you were saying some of the very words that were being spoken when the, the things were occurring, and, and and you and we both kind of said, you know what? We both kind of said uh, we both done about the same time. And like, you know what? I, no, I'm done. See, me with that, right? Y'all want to see reply. Yep. So I jokingly said, kind of like I said, jokingly said, Priscilla and Aquila, I jokingly said, you know, we got to quit doing this, this, this stuff that we're doing because, you know, your gifting is getting even more sharper than, you know, before. And what God has shut at a Koboski to do, but when you get to the point that you can confidently speak a word and know that you have sent it forth out of your own mouth to do that which God has sent it to do, that's when the power of God is going to begin to rise up in a great and mighty way, and you're just going to begin to flow and to do, to move, to lay hands, to speak life, to tell things to stop, and they will halt. Because now you know that God has told you to do this. You know that you have the power and the authority given to you from on high, and you know that those spiritual principalities and powers must stop, halt, and cease, even as you speak over your own body and tell it to get healed. Mm, mm, mm. Even as you speak to your mind and tell it to stop. <laughs> even as you speak over your life and tell it to transform. So keep exercising your faith. Keep confessing. Keep taking those steps moving forward, even if they're baby steps, just don't stop. Don't stop. It's making transitions not only in your life but in the lives of others as well. God has called you to be a leader, and you're qualifying yourself every step of the way. Do not pull back, but move and trust what the Holy Spirit tells you to do. In Jesus' name I say amen. Amen. Let me pray for my list and I'll pray for Mark. Ah. Holy Spirit, let me um pray for Kyle. Randy, 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 Randy,
Did you hear what? Did you hear the word that um, I gave Erica? Mm, reiterate if you can. You just told her what it was. It was. He said that she was going to base her giftings were going to basically get sharper. It's no longer going to be like a light bulb. It will be like a laser, and she will understand the ministry, the word prophetically, from the mindset of God to prophesy to the mindset of the people as well as, like, um, just giving them a true articulation of the word, and it just basically, um, I mean, her giftings in the prophetic realm. And then she said, who are you talking to? <laughs> well, now, I heard her when, he, when she said that because I was doing something. I heard her when she said that. I hit other stuff. <laughs> She's like, who are you talking to? I say, you. She's like, Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, dear. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, she ain't talking to us right now, so. No. Continue to move, continue to be effective and efficient. Continue to seek God, let him groom and grow you. Continue to allow the anointing to carry you, to keep you. Continue to let the Lord position you for where you are and for your next step. Let Father God enlarge his territory and increase in his life as you continue to move in him, through him, by him, and with him. Continue to let God administer to that man. Continue to lay your hands on that man and pray over him as you have been. Continue to speak life over that man and that family as you have been. You Wow. Continue to bring the kingdom of God down to that household. As you stand proxy over that family. Wow. We're just reading about Esther standing over her Gentile husband. When you're standing over your boss, proxy to bring not only salvation but the kingdom of God down to that household. You're seeing manifestations as you're walking this thing out. To the point that they can't even, they haven't totally received it, but they can't deny it. Come on now. They have not totally received it, they can't deny it. God is training and transitioning you and yielding you in ways that you have seen yourself, but before you've been scared to approach. But now you are beginning to slowly embrace it. And I said it that way in particular. You're slowly embracing it. Because you recognize it's better to go ahead and embrace it than to run from it. Because you're tired of running into the walls, the ditches, and the dirt. Mm, you know what? You you got to the point, like I said in my life, you know what? 
Lord, I'm going to let you into my nerd. I'm going to let you into the things that I know I ain't doing. I ain't going to try to keep them to myself no more, Father. I, I, I ain't trying to say I'm there, Lord, but, Lord, I recognize that I need you, so I'm not trying to hold on to that no more. Come on in, Father. Help to clean me up, to make me the man that you called me to be, to do those great, mighty giftings and workers that you called me to go for. I am yielding and submitting to the leadership of the Holy Spirit and allowing him full access into my life. That's how you walk in now, man of God. That's how you move him. Continue to move in that authority, that God-given authority, as he will continue to bless you, strengthen you, lead God, and direct you. In Jesus' name, my friend. Amen. Amen. <laughs> You're the right man. Amen. No, I'm, that wasn't that bad. All right. Who's next? Well, going for Well, going for going once. Well, going for going twice. Um, Sam, um, can you reiterate what you were praying for your sister? Because she thinks you were praying for me about this prophetic insight. But she needs to hear what you were saying because it wasn't for me. It was for her. Uh, you talking about when, um, okay, well, okay. I'll just say okay because whatever I said, I just tap into the Holy Spirit again. Okay. <laughs> well, she's asking what did she miss and who was you praying for? And she's like, oh, Mark, no. Oh, she, she was talking about you. Erica King. <laughs> you ready, dear? You ready, Pia? I guess I'm here. Yeah. I ain't looking at my I'm phone. I'm here. Yeah, um, I'm here. Want to press you again for clarification purposes? Hmm? I'm straight. <laughs> No, she's squirting. She ain't straight. I'm squirting. No, let me let me know. Let me know. Y'all ain't playing. But I'm squirting. No, I'm good. How's this okay? Uh, the kitchen is almost clean. All right. Um, somebody pray for my child, please. Shemana da ba shoko yebe shikeda ba shetebeko shibako da ba shetebe se yatoboku shaba yetebe yapada da boku shepeta ba yetebe se kura boku shaba yetebe shi shikeda boku shaba 
שמנה מהשקרולו בוקרו שבעצם מפלגת הבקרו ש... שבא שקרו יפתר באשר דבקרו שבוקר דבשי. I really sense that she is rebelling against something. I don't know what exactly it is, but it's like there's a war between the Morgan we know she is versus the Morgan she wants to be. And I think that Dr. Dre said the best last night with growing pains. Mm-hmm. But the longer it takes her to allow God to be God, the more frustration she's going to have. And the The war... It's truly not a war if she would just um, uh, like it's really not a war if, if she just basically um, submits. That's the best word to use. And by her submitting to the will of the Father, it will bring back the restoration and the restorative things that she is inadvertently losing. You know what's so funny is... I'm constantly reminding myself the words that I tell you all the time. When I say you, I'm talking about you on the prayer line. That now I have to mentor her. And I, cause, ain't nothing I can do about it, period. But I, I, I'm purposely even more so. You got to figure this one out. And you, you got you to figure this one out. That's all I can tell you. Yep. And I still don't know about them choices. (laughs) Them two scenarios, I still can't tell you which one. (laughs) All right. Anybody else want prayer? Anybody else want prayer going once? Anybody else want prayer going twice? Anybody else program three times? All righty.
Somebody press me and get off the phone. Shibuku, Yetaba, Shukudaba, Shitabe, Yetaba, Shoku, Yetana, Namaki. Shabanama, Sidibuku, Shibataba, Yetabe, Shakedaba, Yetabuku, Shadaba. Yetabuku, Shibataba, Yetabe, Shikudabuku, Shibataba, Shadibu, Shibatabakis. The Munanama, the Vashikadabuku, Shibate. Ye ba shoko ye mana nama sedebeshi. Stay the course. <laughs> Steady yourself. Take things in stride. Do not run outside of the pace that I have set for you for the race. If you have to slow down, slow down. If you have to speed up, speed up. But don't um, try to be the pace setter to win the race. Stay in the pack. And when it's time for you to break forth, break out, sprint, I'll give you the sign. Wow. But until then, stay in the in the in, in, in I, and I see it like a marathon. Mm. I see it as in two heats. You can go to the back heat if you want to, just to basically go to a slower pace so you can keep your um keep your reserve there, or you can stay in the front and just continue to encourage yourself. But you don't have to be at the at the actual front of the pack. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're at the in the in the first group, you could have that breakaway when you need to. But the further back that you allow yourself to go, you have mm-hmm. to make that much more gain that much more. Um, but if mm-hmm. you stay in the first group, he's going to keep on giving you the endurance and the strength and the power to stay there at the pace that they're going. And he won't let the pace over override you. He won't let the pace um, get the best of you. He's going to keep it at a steady pace where you can be frustrated and you can deal, but you don't want to deal, but you can still basically have those things that are going on and still be ahead of the game. So he's saying don't run out of, run out of turn. Don't, don't stop. Keep going no matter how hard it seems. And it goes back to what Erica said. The forests that you see in front of you are little seedling trees when you get to where it is that you can't see beyond. Mm. It's like like Erica saying the the, the, the the bushes are three feet ahead of you. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like once you get beyond that you're going to see, like, what I see is, like, um, the forest. But what what you don't see is the plot. 
the plot inside of the forest trees, it's like a square, and it's literally land that has been plotted to basically plant seeds. Mm-hmm. And the seeds that have been planted are the trees that are growing are the seeds that you have planted. And you can't see the seeds that you have planted because the trees are blocking what you have done. So literally at night you have basically planted the seeds. You walk out from the plot that you planted the seeds, and then you come back out, and then it's just like you're distracted because of the trees, but you know that you have been planting the seeds, but you can't see that's what you planted because the seeds are blocking that. And the seeds are being the, – the, the tree the bigger trees are blocking the actual seeds that have been planted, so they aren't uprooted. They aren't um, destroyed. They, it's like um, – it's, it's literally like um, the trees represent like a herd of animals, a herd of elephants, the big ones with the tusks, the, the, the mothers, the nurturers. They put the babies in the midst of the circle, and they all get butt-to-butt, back-to-back, and nothing penetrates the middle of the circle. Why? Because that's where the seedlings are. That's where the, that's where the promise is. That's where the, that's where the growers are. That's where the babies are that they have to grow to the age of accountability. That's what the seed, that's what the huge trees are representing that you can't see the little ones that are basically growing up. Why? Because if they're exposed to the wrong element, they die. Uh. Shibuku, you bet Shibuku the best shit today. Shibuku, Amen. Yep. 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 <laughs> you sound like your sister. Does that make sense? Always oh, makes a lot of sense. In a lot of different ways and arenas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's all I got to say right now. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I've got right. this kitchen clean. Okay. I will holler at y'all peepers later. All right. Oh, great.